Episode 28, Mornings with Morty, episode 2 of year 2. I'm publishing this on 222 of 2022. I don't know, it's a whole big Tuesday thing. This episode's way late. Enjoy it. It's ridiculous, as always. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at The Daily Mort. Email us, thedailymort at gmail.com. Please, please, please listen, subscribe, review us on Apple Podcasts, share with a friend, share with your mother, share with anybody you know who listens to podcasts, who needs a new podcast, somebody who needs a laugh, somebody who just like is down with Jews I don't know not like they're saying down with the Jews like we don't want those people but we want like the people who are like yeah man I'm down with the Jews like they're cool we don't have any problem with Jews like those kind of down with the Jews the Daily Mart on Instagram the Daily Mart at gmail.com send in those emails let's do episode 28 You guys already know that's Nassim Black, N-I-S-S-I-M, with the intro music. Shout out to him. Check him out on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your music. Let's get into the episode. Oh, I, I want to talk to you. Oh, my God. Should okay. I just start with the Yiddish word of the week this week? Because yeah, just already... start with the Yiddish word. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're, we're going we're gonna to do things do a little bit out of order. To... talking about? Oh, my God. We're going to do things a little bit out of order because, you know, I come on this call and we're going to start recording the thing. And then Carl, he just starts talking and talking and talking and he won't shut up. And I'm like, we got to get going. We're already a little bit Hanukkah, late. Hanukkah, come light. I'm no- Sorry, I was singing. So you know what Carl's doing to me? He's doing something my mother always says to me. Whenever I'm complaining about something and I won't shut up and I just keep going and going and going. And I do, you know, I do this all the time. I like to talk a lot. Uh, Carl, you're, you're hocking me a Chinik is what you're doing right now. You ever heard that phrase before? Hocking you a loogie? No. God, <laughs> you're the worst. I don't even want to record this episode with you right now. I I'm already... hocking a Chinaman? His feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot do that to the Chinamen, and they prefer to be called Asian Americans these days. All right, well, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, <laughs> that's what it sounded like your mom said. Hocking <laughs> a Chinaman. What are you doing? Okay, well, so you could, I mean, you could be hocking a Chinaman, but we're not going to say Chinaman. It's not an appropriate <laughs> phrase. Asian American. Yeah, whatever you do, don't say Oriental. It's not. We're not talking about a rug right now. Um, uh, can we even call rugs that anymore? I don't know. I think for a rug, that is that not still the proper like phraseology? I, I, I grew up with. We had like uh, I think they were like Persian rugs. Persian rugs instead. Yeah. yeah. Either I, those I mean, are where rugs come from. They're either Persian rugs or they're Oriental rugs. One Afghan rugs, I think too. I don't know. Yeah, Who I knows? Who the different. fuck knows? I thought an Afghan is like a sweater. You're right, like it is. That, that's yeah. Where, if you're listening to the podcast, where do you get your rugs from? <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> does the carpet match the drapes? If you have a good interior designer or a hairdresser, it should. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second to get that. No, I got it. I was just no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you listening. Didn't. Okay, all right, you. all right. So your mother tells you to hock a Chinaman. Don't go from talking about people's <laughs> pubes to my mother. I hate that transition. I'm very you uncomfortable. It. You do it all the time. Do what all the time? Exactly that. What? I don't, tell me what your mother said. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hocking a Chinaman. This. <laughs> episode is so far off the rails we're like three minutes into recording this episode it's it's not even going to come out for three weeks because i'm too goddamn busy to edit anything um carl what is the hock and the mean talking me a chinik okay literally uh, oh so you can say it <laughs> all right what does yeah. it mean china China, China, China. <laughs> what does it mean? Just tell me what the fuck it means. I'm really. Do you remember in in the forty year old virgin when they go to the speed dating thing and there's the woman named China? <laughs> oh right, but she's trying. She was like gay, but now she's trying to be straight, and she was like, "You look like a pretty pretty boy, like." This is a good transition thing for me. Yeah, okay. So how, what does this have to do with your mother saying? I was laughing because you said, <laughs> they're like, oh, Gina. And she's like, actually, it's Gina. It's like Regina in, in Saskatchewan in Canada. 
Um, that is a city, yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny, Carl? All of my that friends That you didn't here, fucking tell me what this meant? Like, fucking tell me. It's really funny. All of my friends here who, like, know of you but have not actually met you, they all just refer to you as Carl. Like, I don't think any of them know your actual name or anything. Just whenever I'm like, oh, yeah, my best friend from home, they're like, oh, Carl. I, it's, I love it. So, so your, your seven friends are our seven listeners? No, these are the friends who don't listen, actually. They're all assholes, oh. and they're very unsupportive. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something, though, is kind of an SNS moment, because we're going to – I know I said I was going to start wait, with wait, the wait, wait, word. Shut, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Just tell me what that means, though. You're going to have to wait I'm, until the end. We're sticking with our format, and now this is going to be just, like, the theme of the episode that Carl is sitting there, like, trying I'm gonna, to pull. I'm going to I'm gonna text your mother right now. He's going to just she's sitting there trying I'm to – going to be like, what does it mean to hawk a Chinaman? <laughs> Don't do things to Chinamen. It's not cool. Support Asian businesses. Eat Chinese food. Eat at Asian restaurants. I do. I went to H Mart yesterday for groceries. What's H Mart? It's a uh, Korean grocery chain. What's the H stand for? I don't ask questions. I just know they have good prices on things. (laughs) We love a deal. Uh, Here's a good SNS moment. I actually like it was it was like I know it was. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. My SNS moment is that my my friend had some uh, had a group was over for game night recently, and uh, his girlfriend's friend was there, and none of us had met her before. So we were like, "Oh, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Say like your name and where you're from, and like something like that you're good at, or like interesting about." We did an like, icebreaker. Let's, let's do an icebreaker. We did an icebreaker. We did like a corporate like, "Oh my god, like tell us about yourself." <laughs> like icebreaker. Yeah, we did that. Right. Um, and. I was like, oh, you know, I, um, I was like, well, I don't know. What am I good at? And I was like, oh, I do like uh, comedy and I, I have a podcast. And she's asking me about the podcast. And my friend who is like notorious for interjecting and just talking over people. And like, I want to slap him sometimes, um, especially because like he'll ask a question and then you'll be responding and then he'll just start with his own but, story. But that's our podcast in a that- nutshell. But that's what the people pay money for with the podcast. It's, a, it's we don't make thing. any money. Shh. No one's paying any. I've been asking you to get us one sponsor. Don't tell them, because then they'll wonder why I'm charging them on the side. And why but am one... I not getting paid? Because what do you bring to the table? Good looks, because everyone knows what I look like. If anyone out there, I seriously, I'm so behind on editing this shit because I have a, a fucking job now. And if anyone out there will do like uh, indentured servitude for me, like I can't say, uh, like I, I wouldn't say you're going to be my like slave for the podcast, but like I'm not going to pay you, but I'll, I'll like treat you fairly and equitably. But I need someone who will edit this podcast well, for me we'll because I am you- very busy. We'll buy you like a meal once a year. No, I don't know if we'll even do that. Maybe I'll buy you a beer. You have a $6 a annual stipend. Spend it wisely. Fuck, man. At Dollar Tree, you can eat like a king. All right, so finish Dude, your that's SNS. It's $1.25 so friend- now. Things Wait. at Dollar Tree are more than a dollar. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to my you're- friend who is notorious for like interjecting and just he'll chime in and talk over somebody. And like, he's so not doing it because he like it's not an oh i think i'm better or whatever i think he's oblivious right. and he just wants you think oh it's here's like an impulse control thing like it's just like oh this made me think of this and i'm gonna say it now and not wait yeah, until yeah. you're done fucking talking like i know he's not doing it in a rude condescending way but it comes across as so like no this is more important you wait uh, you're done your time is up whatever right so you're like i like comedy to this girl yeah and so my friend, and she's like, oh, what's the podcast about? And I was like, oh, you know, it's like a comedy and Judaism podcast. And my friend, who does not even listen to the fucking podcast, cuts me off. And as if, as if he were embarrassed that I'm saying it's a Jewish podcast, was like, no, no, no. But it's like, it's not like a, like a Jewish, but it's like a comedy. Like, it's funny, you know? Like he's, no, like it's not it's like, probably more Jewish than comedy. And I, I was like, in the moment, I was like, I'm not going to make a fucking big deal out of this because I know he didn't mean it that way. He's trying to yeah. be like, oh, no, it's a good podcast. Like, listen to the podcast, whatever. But, but he doesn't but I, listen. 
But I said to him after the fact, I was like, I got to tell you, like, I'm, I'm a little fucking pissed because you stepped all over me talking, which was right. rude, period. Second off, you were saying this like you listen to the podcast, you don't. It's my podcast and I'm explaining it to somebody. And it felt like you were having to, like, like make up for or, like, uh, account for, like, oh, no, no, but he's not, like, that kind of Jew. Like, you know those moments where they're, like, no, 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 but it's not, like, right. Jewy. Like, it's not uncool Jewy. It's, like, cool, like, Jewish, funny, right. whatever. Like, like he not, was embarrassed not... about the contents of our podcast. I was, like, what the fuck? Oh, that's frustrating. Because, and, like, the worst part about this, too, is, like, we are partnered with China, so we can see every <laughs> single person's, like, complete history and information of who watches us and all that shit and we have all their social security numbers so like we know dave my fbi agent on the cell phone he texts me <laughs> when you Did brought we... your phone up because your background your, your whoa <laughs> <laughs> i'm tired your background is blurred that's where that came through i ma yeah. mashed up blurred and background but your background was blurred so your phone was blurred i was like fuck is china there my <laughs> Yeah, I held up my phone and it was just censored immediately. You know, it, it is, it is like, is there a bunch of pictures of dicks? No, but so that's frustrating though because, like, I hate when you know I had a friend in in high school. You probably remember this, Matt, who wanted to like stop being friends with me because I was like too Jewish and talked oh, about Judaism too fuck, much and was fuck that was, guy was a loud was loud and all that shit. And it's like, fuck you. Like, this is my culture. This is who I am. Like, you're going to talk about, like, your identity, the things that are important to you. And, like, Judaism is important to us. And that's why it's a big part of our podcast, even though, like, I do think we are, we're, like, we're a comedic Jewish podcast. And and I think that's how, like, that's how we want to be described. That's how we're described. Fucking, we do a Parsha every week. Like, we talk That's what about I said. Jewish I was shit. like, I was like, it's not like it's not a heavily Jewish podcast. We fucking talk about the Torah every week. Even, like, I don't know most of it. And you're, like, teaching it to me. And so I, I jokingly, like, to the people who don't know Carl, I'm like, Oh, you know, he's, he's like the rabbi of the podcast, even though he'll tell you, I literally pull it up on Chabad.org every week. I don't know every it off week, the top of every my week. head. I, don't, I mean, I don't know it off the top of my head. I've done a lot of like Torah study in my time, but I don't know it off the top of my head. But at the end of the day too, like, I, like rabbis are fucking comedians. Do you ever go Dude, to like you... a fucking service? And the rabbi's up there like schmoozing and like making jokes and like, like his uh, sermon, like any rabbi's sermon, even an Orthodox rabbi's always like, what did the Kishka say to the Google last week? I think because like first first off, most rabbis, I think like the humor is like painful. Like it's like dad humor. It's like yeah. it's not that funny, it's but it's like humor. in the setting. Yeah, rabbi humor is a whole different level than dad humor. But like humor is an effective public speaking technique. And to get all all good jokes contain truths. And right. to get people to listen or give a shit about what you're saying, like you have to throw in some humor and you got to know the audience. So like the cheesy rabbi jokes that they're going to make like works for whatever crowd is actually attending synagogue. But then when you see those same people at like a fucking New York city comedy club on Saturday, yeah, maybe they'll laugh at a well-crafted Holocaust joke or something. Like I, the other night though, I actually went to a comedy show this past Thursday and like, so Thursday was International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which like I I you're, have you're stealing what I had planned for the Parsha, but it's fine. We're doing everything well, out of order. I so have let's start with this. I have mixed feelings about it because I, I I'm like, yeah, good. We should commemorate this, whatever. But then Rudy Rochman, our boy, posted a video talking about why he doesn't really like acknowledge or engage with the International Holocaust Remembrance Day because Jews have their own day dedicated to the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, and International Holocaust Remembrance Day is to commemorate the day that Auschwitz was liberated by the Allies by the the red army by the soviets and uh the reality is a lot of countries knew what was going on prior to that day and didn't do anything to help and turned jews away as they were trying to immigrate there's, to america and so we're like famous i mean there's famous stories of boats that came over to the u.s and were literally turned around and sent yeah. back and everyone perished yeah, like so, you know. so the, his whole point with the video was like, we're doing something to celebrate the people who initially turned us away, but now the international community is like, these people are heroes, even though they came to our aid three, four, five years too fucking late, you know? Like, right. So, but my point in all this, we'll get into your, you know, the 
serious conversation with the partial later. My point was Thursday was International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And I went to a comedy show that night with somebody and like the host of the show, the show overall was fine. There were some funny comics. The fucking host was horrible. And he was like, I, I don't mind if somebody makes like a funny, like a Jewish joke because like freedom of speech, like a white comic, if they have a joke about like the black community, that's actually funny. Great. Whatever. If a black person's got a Jewish joke and it's funny, whatever, basically this guy's whole punchline, like there were no punchlines. His whole point was like his grandfather, he's dating a Jewish girl and it's funny and weird because his grandfather was a Nazi, but there was never really like a punchline. It was just like, oh, my girlfriend showed me a list of all these guys that she's fucked and they were the most Jewish names I've ever seen because she went to camp, whatever. And then he had to keep justifying it saying, no, no, but like my family's pretty liberal and whatever. And so I was like, okay, the gist of what you're saying is I'm laughing at Jewish stereotypes and Nazi stuff and it's okay because I'm liberal, but you're not actually making a joke about any of it. Like, No, you're, you're defending why it's okay. Whereas yeah. like, like, have you heard John Mulaney talk? Well, I know they're divorced. His Jewish now, wife. He- his Jewish wife jokes like they're actually funny because like there's some truth in it. It's more so not necessarily about like Jewish people, but about his wife. Right. Right. And like his wife may be a little bit of a stereotype. Right. But he's like, he talks about why it's so great flying with her because she always gets them upgrades. Cause she like complain, like, you know, shit right. like that. Like, yeah, right. Like, so, so he's doing it. Well, he has a point. Right. He's not just playing on like Jewish tropes and the punchline isn't, and she's a Jew. That was the point. That's the right. difference. And the and the punchline usually is like, I'm glad she said something because I'm a little bitch and I wouldn't. Right. Right. Like that's the difference between John Mulaney, good comedian, ex-wife now, but you know, sad. Mm-hmm. But and and the host from this show who was like, and Jew, <laughs> funny. <laughs> and I was like, eh, weird. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like that. I, I especially on the the day that it is. I mean, I'm already. I'm not really a big fan of Holocaust jokes in general. Like I wouldn't make a joke about any kind of genocide. I, you know, I think I also had like a lot of them made to me as a, as a child. And it, you know, I didn't coming from people. That's, that's the thing is to, to make a good joke about something. And like, fine, not everyone's going to like Holocaust jokes are very touchy subject, but you have to genuinely understand. Understandably so. Yeah. But like, I think that's, again, the difference between like a John Mulaney making jokes about his Jewish wife is like, you know, this thing you're familiar with it. Mm -hmm. You are very much on the inside of it. And, and it's like what Dave Chappelle says, regardless of your opinions on Chappelle with his special and like, whatever Dave Chappelle, like stopped doing Chappelle show because he said, the, I realized the people who were laughing at this were like the racists laughing a little bit too hard. It's like, what are you laughing at within right. my joke as an audience? Are you laughing at like, ha ha, fuck the Jews and fuck black people? Or is it like, oh, I relatable because that's my experience as a black person, as a Jew, as an Asian, right. whatever the joke is about, you know, that's what makes we're, it funny to people. Where like with like John Mulaney, like I've definitely had experiences like where my, like, my mom or like someone like someone else that's jewish like kind of just like took complete control of the situation like that like it was like you know and i think but like i don't know i i also am like kind of like frustrated from hearing that about your experience at that show right because like the guy's like oh yeah like my grandfather was a nazi so now i'm dating a jew it's cool we're good right right and it's like it's like that's great like i don't think you have to atone for the sins of your grandfather but i don't think at the same time either that like you can be like, oh, I'm making up for my grandfather because I'm dating a Jewish girl. This is funny. Like, yeah, because you know, oh, well, I'm a liberal and this and that. And so my idea is like, like, as if to say, like, oh, I'm morally superior and I can make these jokes. They're that- fetishizing people. And he's also he's fetishizing his relationship with a Jewish girl saying, like, since I'm liberal and I'm dating a Jew. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm cool. But my friend had you know, this the other day. I said the same thing. There's some girl at his gym who's basically been sexually harassing him. And she like works at the front desk. And she asked him because he I, like, I hate when people like, oh, you're visibly Jewish. But like, he is like a bit of a like, he's short, curly haired, like whatever. You'd see him and you'd probably be like, that guy's Jewish. And she like asked him and he said, yes. And she's like, oh, that's hot. And I'm like, what is with the like, the, that's like weirdly fetishizing. I know people who do that. Like, like. I only want to date Jews because like I want to date somebody with shared experiences, whatever. And there's a very, like, it, there's a very important connection to other people in the Jewish community, right. especially and, the and more we see. Yeah, go ahead. I, I totally get that. Like, like I'm engaged to someone who's Jewish. You know, most of my dating history has been with Jewish girls because 
that's someone who understands the experiences that I go through. And it's someone that's within the culture that I was raised in and you were raised in, right? It's a comfort level for us. Like I don't get very comfortable with non-Jewish people quickly. It takes yeah. some time for me to I open up. It, I mean, it, it depends on who the person is in the relationship. Stranger, I get, but right. like, you know, like a lot of my brother's friends are not Jewish because he went to a, a not have right, a right, Jewish right. school. And so like them, I'm like, whatever. Like, and, and even to them, like, I'll make like some, some Jew jokes that I wouldn't make to a non-Jewish stranger because like we have a level of familiarity. There's a level of comfortability. There, but, there's a trust that's established. Yeah. And like, like I know them the, to be good enough people that right. like, yeah. But you've had that through experiences. Whereas like with people who you, ju I just meet and you just meet that are non-Jews, right? Like I don't have that trust yet. We've talked about this. Like, I, yeah. I gauge, do I even want to tell this person I'm Jewish because do I want to deal with the potential in, um, impending conversations, ensuing conversations, whatever's going to cut, right, like whatever right. the reaction, positive do, or negative, do I, do want, I want to deal do with Do I want that? that? Right. Do yeah. I want them to forever see me in a different way? Yeah. Like, you know? And I mean, to an extent, if you're a stranger, I'm never going to see you again. I don't give a fuck, man. Truly, I don't. Like, I don't give a shit what people think. I would like to be liked, but I also am not like, I'm so done ruining my own life and being afraid of whatever, because, Oh, what's this person going to think? What are they going to say? What? Anyway, my point was like, yeah, I want to date Jews because I don't want to have to be like the, the forever explaining stuff. Like I'm, I don't right. know enough about Judaism to be the, uh, baby, guide you got to, me to, yeah. Yeah. You but got me. You call for, me for like, the non-Jewish community, it's like when people talk about, oh, I got jungle fever, like they only want to sleep with black girls or whatever, like, or w girls who only want to sleep with black guys, and that's like kind of Girls who racist. want to sleep with black girls. Yeah, and anyone who only wants to sleep with black people and they're like, oh, it's jungle fever, like don't fetishize the minority, you know, like don't do that to Jews. Right. I know, I know non-Jewish people who are like, I really want to marry a Jew, and I'm like, why? Be because you think like you'll be marrying rich or because like right, you think like, Jews are good people you'll, you'll or like what are the reasons? No, no it's, it's because you're going to marry someone that you think you can walk all over, right? If you're marrying a Jewish guy, we're typically seen as weak because the Jewish women are typically seen as strong or you're going to marry someone that's going to be like a stockbroker or like something in finance and have yeah. a lot of money. I like, don't like people say it to me like they think it's a compliment. It's like the same as, oh, you don't look Jewish and they think it's a compliment. Like, oh, I really want to marry a Jew. And I'm like, that's not as like positive sounding as you may think Dude, that it is. So, so I've started recently. Cause like, I, I have to say like on a scale of like waspy country club person to like Orthodox guy, I'm probably halfway there, you know, in the looks of Jewishness. Like, well, like that's why you dress the way you do. You got your, 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 your blue button down and khakis. You got the waspy dress. You go to like but, the waspy club in Cleveland. And, I mean, I also but, think that's where we, we grew up too. But like, um, I think, you yeah, know, cause like, we grew up in like a kind of waspy area. We grew up in a waspy and a lot of the Jews who like, even though we were Jewish, we were still pretty waspy. But, well, but um, think about it though. Like Ra Ralph Lauren Polo Ralph Lipschitz, Jewish. Jewish. Right. He's Jewish. Well, he, changed he, change name. Name. He, he changed his name. He changed his name so that he would be accepted by the fucking wasps. Yeah. Well, but, but the then, country you know, club like, crowd. I've, so, so, so I've, I've in the past, like, you know, six months when people have said to me that found out I'm Jewish, like, oh, you don't look Jewish or something like that. I'll, I've literally looked at them and go, tell me what you think that means. <laughs> you because don't like, look like a, you. You don't look like a money hungry goblin. Right. I'm sorry. I'm not from Harry Potter. Like, so okay the, the harry potter thing i actually never like thought of that as like oh an anti-semitic trope and whatever and I, to an extent i still don't like there are a lot of examples of jk rowling actually being a big ally to the jewish community and actively combating anti-semitism and i know there are like a lot of things that you could draw parallels with in her book personally you may you may disagree with me and that's fine I, i'm not that bothered by the goblin thing i think there are much worse representations and that are more intentionally done of the Jewish community. I, this is just I, like I think, bankers. I think there's a, a, a specific point of what you said, right? Like intention. I don't think her intention was to do this, right? Like, I don't think Maybe her intention was to be like, like, fuck these Jews. Yeah. But at the same time, like it, 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 it is something that hits on a lot of anti-Semitic tropes. You have the hook-nosed caricature. Right. There's so, like, so the, like yeah. the, the depiction of it bothers me. I don't think she did it to be rude and spiteful and was like, fuck the Jews. I think she did it because she was like, wouldn't it be cool if like this, like she completely had this weird independent idea 
that happens to also be very similar to a lot of anti-Semitic. It, oh, it has overlap. I think there's there's unintentional overlap. And I'm not inside her head. I don't know the intention, right? But to like somebody's response, because this came up recently. I think John Stewart brought it up. John Stewart brought it up. Sometimes a goblin is just a goblin. And I kind of agree right. with that. I I never and I, I watched Harry Potter and I saw, you know, um, Voldemort's printing. He's taken over the press, the media, and they're printing like pure blood only whatever. And I was like, holy shit, Voldemort's a Nazi. Voldemort is Hitler. Like he's trying to cleanse. He's doing ethnic cleansing and he only wants the pure breeding whatever. And I was like, Voldemort is Hitler. But never in all my Harry Potter fandom did I look and think, oh, yeah, the goblins are Jews. I just thought, yeah, they're goblins. And and I agree because there's the stereotypical caricature that comes from like Nazi propaganda or even before that of like the, the greedy Jew. There's a name for it that I can't remember, but I'm sure everyone at some point has seen this. Well, the guy's like rubbing his hands together. He's got a big hooked nose. It's a caricature, right. a big curly beard. He's got like a hunchback. He's an ugly, like looks like he's scheming. He's like a, a very skeevy looking guy. And that, very much is in line with how these characters are portrayed the goblins i I don't think she meant any harm by it but i think this was something that like probably wouldn't be put in a film today possibly i mean only i only say that because yeah yeah exactly because we in all these social justice activism speaking out changing the representation you know we've got We've got Encanto, we've got Luca that I hear is is very representative of people, like disabled people, and, and all these different movies and shows that are making such a grand effort toward diversity. You know, there are no white families in commercials anymore, but there are also no Jews. There are very, like, there are uh, very aggressive representations of, you know, we've got a black couple, we've got an Asian couple, we've got a visibly Muslim person. They're Actually, wearing whatever Muslim clothing. Go ahead. I saw a really good representation of a Jewish person in a show recently. Tell me. So there's some politics around it, right? Because it's Oscar Isaac, right? And um, he, he, shit, what was the show called? He just did a show on HBO. I know um, which with one you're Jessica talking about. Chastain. And it won a ton of awards. It's one of those shows I'm where going to IMDb. Okay. Well, I, I, I am also a huge fan of Oscar Isaac. I, I think he's an incredible actor. He's not Jewish, but he portrayed a Jewish man in this show. And it was just incredible. Like he really did his homework. He used a lot of correct pronunciations when he was talking about things like a Shiva and Shabbos and all of these things. And um, actually, I think it turns out though, that like his grandfather or great grandfather is Jewish, but now he's also supposed to be playing a Jewish superhero, a Marvel superhero. Wait, Moon Knight is Jewish? Yeah, Moon Knight's Jewish. Let's that's why, fucking so, go! But, but that's why people were really mad about Oscar Isaac playing Wait, him because they were like, we need a Jewish person to play but this. But I don't think Moon Knight, I think he's like another anti-hero. There's a lot of characters right now who are, they're not like superheroes. They're kind of like the anti-heroes where there's like, like, um, uh, like Deadpool is, is an anti-hero. They're very much not like the good guy, rah-rah type of people. They'll fight crime, but they're not like the, you know, role model, stereotypical, like superhero. And that that's from the trailer, at least, the vibe I okay, got from but, Moon Knight. But I didn't know he was fucking Jewish. I'm pumped yeah, Moon now. Knight's, Moon Knight's Jewish. And people were upset though, because Oscar Isaac is not Jewish, right? Like Oscar yeah. Isaac. But it turns out I th- his great-grandfather was Jewish. But, uh, you know, but that's still, doesn't... it's like now, now we're tokenizing his, his, you know, you wouldn't go someone's great grandfather was, was black. So they can, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. It like, also bothers me though. Like, like at a certain point, that is the job of the actor. You pick the best right, person but... for the role and I... they're playing someone that is not necessarily their background. And, and I think Oscar Isaac did an incredible job of that in the show he did with Jessica Chastain where he did the research and also how, you know, and he produced the show. He put the show together. It was his job to make sure that he played the best Jewish character he could. And he absolutely did. And it was not a negative Jewish character where I feel like we see so many like Sarah Silverman characters, right. Where they're like these like bitchy ladies or like obnoxious, like Seth Rogen, like trying too hard to be funny guys. Right. Was the show scenes from a marriage? Yes, Scenes from a Marriage. Incredible show. You probably won't watch it twice. It's one of those shows that it builds very slowly. The entire show, each episode is like six months apart from each other in, in the timeline of the show. And they're just 
it's just Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain talking and that's it. And it's absolutely incredible. Like I know I probably won't watch it again, but the acting was an unbelievable. That's good. But yeah, to your point, they they also, I'm sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you because yeah, yeah, no, no, do it. It's more important. So they start the show where the, each episode is started by showing them getting into the scene as like the actors, like getting ready and like going to the spot they're supposed to go to start the scene. And then you, they, you see the actor go from being themselves getting ready into the character, as well as you watch all of the preparation that they took to make sure the set was safe with COVID. It was, it was a really cool way to start each episode. Interesting. Um, there was, something else where they had something similar people were annoyed and they're like well we wanted to capture this moment in this montage the crew was like in the background of the scene and they were like well we wanted it to be like um like memorializing that we filmed this during covid and how it happened and whatever and and i think too you know i think crews don't get enough credit for the movies and shows and commercials and all that stuff zero credit zero and and they do so much work and i think especially do you watch the the credits when you watch movies when you watch you barely watch the fucking show you play video games while you watch movies no 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 no. sometimes but not all the time when my partner's here my fiance we uh i don't play video games because we're watching on the tv that i play video games yeah. on so that impedes me <laughs> but sometimes so, i watch like Cavs games yeah oh my god um <laughs> yeah i like first off a lot of times they have like really cool depending on what the movie is but like there's a lot of cool art that goes into the credits the way they have them yeah. roll through the screen and it is cool to see like to an extent i mean i'm not sitting reading every single person's name but there's a reason they have the credits to to acknowledge every single person who was involved from like sound design to cameraman to whatever like it it is uh it's interesting but yeah people don't the behind the scenes people never get enough work i was thinking about this last night actually like um like new york city department of sanitation like oh my god they're out they're assaulting like they're working overnight they're you don't see these people doing their jobs they exist in the shadows like salting the sidewalks they're plowing the streets they're doing whatever to make sure that the city can still function and everything and like what a thankless job that is like and and that surely cannot be a job that you're like oh i love like i'm in love with this it's my life's work to be a sanitation worker unless your goal is to like become the lead of the department of sanitation and determine like you've got some but even then you, implement. you probably don't start as a garbage man or a salt truck driver like, well you, you might you gotta understand all might. the well it's like a, a lot of people my friend um right out of college he was running as like a chain of grocery stores he was a manager of multiple locations but he did like a crash course they had him like start at the cash register and work all these various roles right. so he could get a sense for it because you can't make decisions that affect those positions without understanding them and knowing why this would be totally, the best move or totally. whatever. But anyway, like the, the camera crew and everything the behind the scenes, people, so much work that goes into the movies. And that's why I give Carl so much shit when he plays video games while he watches, because like so much time Wait, and no, effort well, it, went into it every piece. On- it depends on what I'm watching. Too. I know it does. Like, I know. Like I'm going to watch with my, I've been waiting for my fiance to go out of town because I didn't, I, I want to watch the last duel. Um, oh, but you which, still won't watch 1917. Well, it's too late for that. Um, I've been telling Carl since the beginning of COVID since 2020, like summer, 2020 spring or summer, 2020. No, for- I would, I, I would say almost winter 2020. I'm pretty sure it was no, like no. the first week of COVID. No, no, no. Like, I watch this. Oh, you're saying winter of like that part. Of- no, because yeah. COVID came around in May, March. And, uh, I watched it, you know, I was still in my old apartment, which would have been before, yeah. before, before June of 2020. So it was spring okay. still. Yeah. And for like three or four fucking dollars on Amazon to rent 1917, which just for, is Anna, beautifully shot movie for like s- s- the cinematography alone. They have some incredible shots. It's it's a great movie. And he's never fucking watched. He's like, oh, I don't want to spend the money. And I know that you have spent so much more than three or four dollars doing all kinds of bullshit over the last two years. And now it's just uh a point of pride for him that he still hasn't fucking watched it what's sad is i really do want to watch it and i actually have i just didn't want to tell you i'm kidding i didn't but i'm gonna i watched i I rented wolf of wall street last night on uh, oh my god speaking of good jewish boys oh all those guys were jewish 
Well, okay. So to your point before about the Sarah Silverman thing, I heard her comments about that and we've talked about it on the podcast and I agree with her yeah. to an extent. And then Tony Shaloub, who is Lebanese, who is in Mrs. Maisel, and he does a good job playing. The, he said, look, that's our job as actors, like to play a character that's not the same as our background. And that I agree with, but I think his response that. was not uh, proportional or directly to her, what she was talking about. What she was talking about wasn't let's only have Jews play Jews. Cause like right. you cannot only have a gay actor play gay actors. What if there is genuinely a better actor for the role who is not gay? They're going to portray a gay man and maybe that's not their actual life experience. You're going to have non-Jews play Jews. You're probably not going to have a white person play a black person. Cause I think we're past those days with the blackface and the minstrel shows and all that. It would be a little for, fucking offensive uh, for, for a good reason. reason, for good reason. Right. Yes. Right. But, but what, what Tony Shalhoub missed, I think, is we need the Jewish characters played by Jews or non-Jews to have better representation because a lot of them portray those stereotypes that we talked about from the Jewish community that then come back to negatively impact us in the real world. And that is yep. the thing I would like to see be avoided. I don't care that Tony Shalhoub, look, I, especially if you're talking about like Israeli or Middle Eastern characters, uh, you, you're going to have like maybe an Arab actor plays a Jew or maybe a Jew plays an Arab character. Like they're from the same region. There's a lot of overlap, you know, that I'm fine yeah. with. Tony and, Shalhoub and, and, does a good job playing a Jewish character I, in Mrs. Maisel. I get that, right? There's a good actor and they, there's fair competition. They win the role. Totally. I do think part of what Sarah Silverman was saying too is like, there's some stigma against ca casting Jewish actresses and actors. True. And right, like you don't want someone that looks too Jewish or, you know, all these kind of things. But then you want to take someone that's not Jewish and make them look and more Jewish. And Jewify them. You can put them in Jewify them, things. right. When like, you know, like you could have Sarah Silverman play a Jewish person. She's actually an incredibly talented actress. I've seen her in dramas, comedies, everything, you know, except for maybe uh, thrillers. But um, thrillers! Highest selling album of all time. You're going to sing with me. I have a uh, vinyl. I, I can't hit that note. Um, but I like, and I, you know, I think at the end of the day too, right? Like there's just this, and we talked about this in our last episode that's yet to come out because Matt decided to be a big boy and get a big boy job. And like, he's like, I'm always working. I put your text completely on mute all the time now. That's what I wanted to talk about in a moment, but keep going with what you're saying. Cause I want to get to the whole, right. Putting your phone on mute. Thing. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, at like the end of the day, right, we need this better representation on what it is to be Jews because we have all this negative, like, there's just all this negative stigma and stereotypes of us. And it's leading to Jewish people being killed and hurt and, and just like this horribleness that it just really fucking sucks. And we're, yeah, we're and staring down 80 years after the Holocaust and it's looking like it's going in that direction again. Like, I don't mean to be an extremist, but shit's getting bad. No, but I think that's a pretty common feeling in the Jewish community now. It's not like, oh, we're being dramatic, we're being alarmist. Like, the only fucking people who even acknowledge your and my posts when we talk about Jewish issues are other fucking Jews. There are no protests in the streets when a synagogue is held hostage. There are, there's no uprising when the Jewish community is targeted, whatever. Like, and by the way, you know... There was an awful issue a couple of weeks ago in New York. A woman was pushed onto the subway tracks and killed by a fucking train. And there's zero hesitation to say this was a hate crime against the Asian American community and we need to stop this. A fucking synagogue was taken hostage by a terrorist, a man who has ties to other terrorists, a man who was investigated by the whatever uh, secret service in London or England because he has ties to terrorists was able to fly across the fucking world to target and hold hostage a synagogue in Texas, okay? And it took a week. They go, we don't think this had anything to do with the Jewish community. A week later, the FBI goes, we think it may have been something anti-Semitic and targeting the Jewish community. And then they fucking arrested other people who have ties to terrorist organizations in England, who had helped this man, who had armed this man, who had spoken to this man saying, fuck the Jews, man, fuck America. We need to kill these people, whatever. And you fucking took a week to come to the conclusion that took the Jewish community five seconds Synagogue held hostage on Facebook Live. We think it might be anti-Semitism. Well, like, right. it's not and, a and fucking riddle. And you know, I to, to go back to what you started with, like I applaud the people who stand out about that anti-Asian 
or the the Asian totally. hate. But we there's we need no that shortage of people doing it. We Dude, need I- that allyship too. But and and at the end of the day, we're talking, we're beating a dead fucking horse here because I guarantee you, all of our listeners are Jewish, except for maybe them. Bill. No, most of them. <laughs> shout out to Bill. <laughs> um wait was that his real name or is it bob it's bob but even my grandma called him bill a bunch of times dude i don't think we ever revisited that and i haven't come out with a new episode for the year yet but like yeah uh it was pretty funny my friends my friends nicknamed him billy skyrish because he's scotch irish and uh because we kept calling him bill they were just like let's just embrace it his name's no longer bob it's billy skyrish but anyway my point is yeah every everyone on social media like everyone's bio is black lives matter stop asian hate and then no comments about anti-semitism like anti-semitism and and then and then they post anti-semitic shit and then they yeah yeah yeah. and then they start posting anti-semitic shit and they're like no 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 it's not i love jews i ate a bagel once i'm basically jewish and i'm like how about this if you don't i I have a jewish friend so i can call you all fucking cuts i I have my tokenized jewish friend who is an anti-zionist even though their parents fucking parents escaped soviet russia and literally needed israel to survive but now their 12 year old fucking dipshit gen z grandson learned on tiktok about some propaganda and so now Mm -hmm. my tokenized jewish friend doesn't support israel and that's the only reason i can be friends with him Right. And it's okay to be anti-Zionist. Anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. I'm using sarcasm here because (laughs) Zionism definitely doesn't mean just the right for the Jewish people to be able to like live in part of their ancestral homeland. That's it. We care about all indigenous peoples, except you dirty fucking land grabbing Jews is is right. You've just (laughs) been in diaspora for 2000 years and no one lets you (laughs) live in their country. So just get the fuck off the face. Uh, Oh, and also we're going to use veritable Nazi propaganda to support our very liberal and progressive ideological arguments. Like it's so backwards. I can't help but laugh sometimes. And look, if you don't fucking stand up and speak out for the Jewish community, stop eating bagels, stop eating lox, stop eating matzo ball soup, stop eating pastrami, corned beef, or else I'm going to go get the fucking space laser and cut you down where you stand. Stop using like, any cell phone because that was all Israeli technology yeah. developed by Jews. Stop taking half your medications. Don't go to your fucking doctor. Don't go. Don't to get the account. COVID vaccine. <laughs> right, right. I will um, cut so you down since, where you stand with the since space. You got laser. to do your SNS. Can I do mine? Yeah, please do. I, yeah, so, yeah. So I, I got a text from my my uncle, and you know I'm I'm closer in age to my aunt and uncle than. Uh, than my mom is to her her own siblings. So like they're like siblings to me. You know what I just realized. Mouth. Right. Yeah, you're gonna interrupt my ass and ass. As no, your no, ass no, and ass no, no, was no. about getting interrupted. My my massage is at one o'clock, not two o'clock, and it's almost one oh, o'clock. Okay. All right. Goodbye. No, no, Good I finished your thing. Oh, okay. So last thing, guys, my SNS, right? My uncle texts me a video of my cousin. She's playing basketball. She's running the point. She makes a pass to the next kid. That kid then passes it off and loses the ball. And I didn't realize it was very it was I was like kind of half asleep. I didn't realize I was being an asshole and that he was sitting next to the other parent. And I said, fuck, she shouldn't have passed the ball. That kid fucked up the play. And you were and, sitting right next to the parent? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was videotaping stuff. So it like came up. That's amazing. So I know this is like choppy as fuck and random that I'm just cutting back in. I was about to do the issue order of the week. That at, at was not English. Whatever just came out of my mouth. I was about to do the Yiddish word of the week. I was about to do the Yiddish word of the week, guys, and I had to run out because I had I do class pass and I had a massage scheduled because I had a bunch of credits that were going to expire. And I was like, I don't have the time to use all these like gym credits or whatever. So massage is more credits. And I knew all week that I had booked it for whatever time they had to reschedule because of the weather. So I put it at one o'clock. I was like, great, perfect. I got nothing going on. I couldn't possibly be late to a one o'clock massage. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's at two o'clock. We can record an episode today. And then at 1253, I glance at my phone and I see an email from them that says, please arrive 10 minutes early. And I'm like, fuck, I'm already three minutes late. So I'm like, whatever, arrive 10 minutes early, like not a big deal. You know, you get there and you just go in the room and it's fine. And I look it up on Google Maps in a rush and I was like, I could have sworn that it was north of me, but maybe the map was twisted around. So I'm going to, I see this one. It's south of me. I'm on 55th. It says it's at 49th. So I was like, okay, I'm going to walk there. That's the one my friends went to where they recommended. 
And I fucking get there and I call them. I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be a little bit late. They were like, oh, how late are you going to be? Like, I assume nobody's coming in because of the weather today. So I was like, it shouldn't be a big deal. I was like, yeah, I may be like 10 minutes late. It's like a 10 minute walk, but I'm halfway there. They're like, no problem. So I get there. I fucking go upstairs. I almost eat shit on the stairs because my boots are all wet and snowy. So I open the door, whoa, slip, catch myself. Um, and then I go up the slippery stairs. And I'm like, hey, I'm here for my appointment. I just called a minute ago. It's, it was for one o'clock. It's for Matthew. And the dude goes, oh, yeah, you're at our other location. And, I, and I'm oh. like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm already 10 minutes late to this. Your other location. And in my head, I'm like, I fucking knew it was the other location. Because when I booked Where? it, the map showed it being north of me. And Where, I was like, where's the other one? So I said to him, I was like, ah, fuck, like, what am I going to do? And he's like, no problem. I'll give him a call. Like, just head over there right now. Well, from that location on 49th to the one that's actually closer to me on 62nd, it's a fucking 16 minute walk. So now I've walked south and then I got to walk north. I walked south like eight minutes. I got to walk north. It all together. It took me more than 20 fucking minutes to get there from one place to the <laughs> other. And I, I was uh, because it's so snowy and slippery and shitty out. So I was like 30 fucking minutes late to this massage. I was supposed to be out at two and I got out at like two 45 because we started late and all this bullshit. So at, that's least, a fun... at least they still took you. Totally. Totally. Yeah. They're so not busy today. They were probably like, whatever, we got to get paid anyway, like get our tips in. And so it, it worked out fine, but I had to interject with this additional SNS moment because I didn't have a great one before I felt. So this makes up for it. Yeah. Was it a good massage? Yeah, it was a pretty good massage. Like I, I feel, I mean, then I had to go back out into the frigid cold <laughs> right. and I was definitely like tense from being late and having to get there and whatever, but like what better thing to show up and be like tense and then just go like relax. On the massage, what, so. what, what do you do? Do you do deep tissue Swedish? Like what? I rub and tug exclusively. I thought, but you didn't go to Chinatown. Well, let's not be racist, man. That's there's I a nice that's where they were there's a nice synagogue in Midtown, and right next to it, okay, they they have a Is little there a rub and tug joint next to the synagogue in Midtown. <laughs> it's kosher. They actually they they. Do what they circumcise you there that's exactly where i was going that's exactly what i was gonna say i was gonna say they there's actually a moil do, on staff. They, there's a moil on site and they perform circumcisions and rubbing tags because oh my god thank you for you just finished my carl you're my soulmate um Shh, god my fiance sometimes listens we can't let her know um yeah so so <laughs> I exclusively do rub and tugs, um, but of the variety where I didn't go in expecting a rub and tug and they actually are just sexually assaulting me. And on that note, I got to say, I don't remember if we had this conversation on the podcast or not, or if I just told you this independently, when we had my friend group, our like white elephant brunch, somehow it devolved into a conversation of guys. Like one guy was like, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? And then someone else was like, no, I do it for like, two million or whatever and this conversation and then the conversation turned into for the the girls would you let your boyfriend suck somebody's dick for x amount of money i feel like we had this conversation on the podcast so i apologize I don't know if we had it on the podcast but we had it i yeah well if we did on the podcast i apologize to the listeners that you and i were having the sucking dick for money listing experience twice but honestly it, but this co conversations come my, up a lot well and to be honest uh, I think I think my per my perspective may have changed too. Okay, well, so I, think so I originally said like no for a million, but now I'm thinking like right, like like that's five minutes for a million dollars. Well, so that's there. The, there, these are the variables. Are you sucking it to completion? Are are you? Uh, if you are, are you swallowing? Like, what are the follow up, the rules and things? Because the amounts apparently change depending on who you ask. Some people, no, some people that wasn't like, the original statement. That wasn't no, the I original know. proposition. I know, but look, if somebody just says, would you suck a dick? Like, are you just in and out real quick for a million dollars? Not even a thought, absolutely. I mean, I assume it's dollars. to completion. I, um, I don't know. I Maybe think you're I, more enthusiastic about it than the rest of us. I'm a people pleaser. What can I say? Um, <laughs> oh, your fiance is so lucky. <laughs> yeah, sometimes she listens. Every now and then my parents listen to a random episode. So hopefully it's this one. This will be fun. Um, well, but so, so the rest of the conversation... Uh, my point was there is no 
um, equivalent response to this. Like if the guys, because no guy is going to complain. Like if you flip it, would you let your girlfriend go down on another girl for a million dollars? I shit. They would pay a million dollars to see that most guys like, you know, there's no guy who's like, well, I would need financial compensation for my girlfriend. No, every single guy. And they they tell you otherwise they're full of shit. Every single fucking guy would lose their mind watching their girlfriend do that. I think there's also something where it's, you know, like there's this sexualization of, of, of female on female thing. Whereas like for men, it's very taboo. Yeah, it's and a double so standard. Like, right, right. And I think, you know, who, who do I think created that double standard? Probably men. By probably, I mean, absolutely. We but, can look. But women play but, into it, too. And I, I think women it applies. Do, but that, but it, that, I mean, I'm, I, I agree. I'm not trying to. But I think, like, at the end of the day, right, like, socially, right, like, a girl to kiss a girl at a party totally fine but like a drunk guy because another drunk guy at a party if they're both straight like everyone's gonna be like oh that's weird Whoa, even though it's, yeah, yeah right yeah. even though it's probably the same thing as a straight girl kissing a straight girl at a party or a straight guy kissing a straight girl at a party right like it's just people kissing whatever i think you know it like but i you know i think there isn't like women don't talk about like porn of like watching a guy go down on a guy whereas like some guys watch porn yeah. of women going more, down on women because more women are into actually i do know some girls women who on like women porn. porn but more girls are also into women on women porn than into like the male whatever like well, it, everyone loves also, lesbian porn <laughs> it also makes sense though because like normal porn for a guy for, for a guy to watch straight porn right you're not actually watching a porn that's made for this like women's sexuality whereas if you're watching lesbian porn that's more often made for women's sexuality like so it it makes sense to me that women will watch more gay porn, lesbian porn i guess yeah I, although like let's be honest like okay gay and lesbian interchange whatever my my controversial take that i'm gonna i'm gonna take this a step further is back to like the rub and tug conversation like where I have told this story where I, like straight up, I was sexually assaulted when I first moved to New York. I can't remember if I told it on the podcast, but most of our listeners know the story. And like, it's honestly a, a funny story, but it is like a traumatizing thing. I was in shock when it happened. I, I also have to say every single hardcore radical feminist, whatever, who's been like sexual assault's not funny. They fucking laugh. I'm like, I guarantee you, I can make you think sexual assault is funny. And then I tell them that story and they're fucking laughing at it. And I, because it is, it is such a difference when it happens to a guy and also the way guys handle and process it. Like for the most part, yeah, that was fucked up. And it, it was like traumatizing. And if there were any like legal action where I could like suit or whatever, like I, I don't know what I would have done. The, literally the building's been demolished. The place doesn't exist anymore out of business. Like couldn't track these people down if I wanted to, but most guys, I think part of the reason it was so fucked up is that it was a guy who did it to me because like, I think most guys, at least the guys I know, if a random woman giving you a massage also decides to just give you a little tug without asking you, I think most guys are going to be more okay with that than they're willing to admit. They get a little, uh, a little friendly hand action. They're going to, they're going to be like, Oh, I couldn't believe that happened. But inside they're going to be like, she fucking gave me a hand job, bro. Yeah. Let's chug some Bud Light and play beer pong. Where's light, but sure. But yeah, but that's, but if it happens to a woman, everyone's like fucking taking up arms and going to the streets like, no, you know what but I it's mean? A, it's, I think it's also though on the interpretation of the person who it's done to like a woman totally. would feel completely violated. And I think she would, it is a very violating right to, thing. And I think she would be within her right as well as the social stigma that for a long time, it was okay to violate women and yeah. nothing to happen about it. And no, that's fucked know, up for sure. Right. Like, 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 you know, like people just saying, grab them by the pussy and shit like that. And Harvey like, Weinstein, and then like getting like elected fu- into office and whatever. Right. Right. Or like, and even our current elected president has smelled women's hair and kissed the back of their head. You know what? You know what? Women love smelling babies. People are always like, there's a smell with the baby. So why is it fucking weird? This is another double standard. Okay. Why is it not weird for women to smell other people's babies? But then when fucking creepy old Joe Biden smells people's hair, it is creepy. I agree that it's fucking creepy. Because, but like, because right. Like the uh, a, a baby's a little different, right? Like, a baby's you know, versus like, like a grown adult, like she did not consent to Biden going and I'm going to do it well, to me- my mic. 
neither did the, neither did the baby. Baby can't talk. Baby can't consent to being sniffed. But also, when you're sniffing a baby, I'm gonna say 99 times out of 100, it's not a sexual thing. <laughs> I would hope. It's either, let me tell you, it's either, wow, you smell like baby powder and like- like Or like, infant, let's change this or, diaper. Or let's see if the diaper needs, you're sniffing one end or the other right. and it neither Versus, is for- <laughs> like Trump, Biden, Weinstein, you know, these guys, probably even Bill Clinton, right? Like- Definitely Bill. I probably, I mean, definitely Bill Clinton, um, <laughs> right? Like it was probably like a sexualized thing, which changes that completely- it, it does, but can I also just but say, like, everyone's body, like, you give off pheromones, which are, like, an instinctual, like, there's a right. sense that you're drawn to it. Yeah, I'm not, and by, I want to say, I am not endorsing going around and, like, sniffing people's hair. It's fucking creepy. But in, like... A, Only on the subway. A realistic... No, no, that's where you rub your boner through the legs of your jeans on strangers and on the subway pole, because that's totally legal. Uh, unrelated, there is a horrible like crime and homelessness problem on the subway these days, like infinitely worse than ever before. And Adams got it. Adams has it handled. In a very like biological, instinctual, like sexual way, pheromones and scent do play a huge factor in that. But yeah. it is still creepy yeah. to fucking go up and like but start sniffing people. You you can smell that scent from like first of all, one, you're not like you can't actually physically smell. Yeah, pheromones right yeah, like yeah. it's a subconscious thing but also like it, you don't get it from being right on top of the person like it happens through interacting with through them a lot over of a period yeah, yeah. of time totally but um like <laughs> we're focusing on biden even though he's like nowhere near as bad as the other one but it's still bad but right like he he walked up real close to a woman without her knowing he was there yeah, yeah. No. and smelt, like completely different story totally weird. like the baby where it's like let me see your baby yeah it's like mm, it there's, smells like baby shit. Just what no, I wanted. It's like it smells like innocence, like the the beauty of life. I don't know, dude. I I've never sniffed a baby aside from seeing if the diaper needs to be changed. I don't think people so, really smell babies either. I, besides the diaper thing, I've never seen no, an adult no, no, no. be like. <sighs> First baby. off, haven't you seen Crashing on HBO? Pete Holmes literally goes, "Can I smell your baby?" He asked to hold the baby, yeah, and then he sniffs Bill that's Burr's TV. baby. But that's TV and Pete Holmes I also, is a weird dude. I all no, but that's very much based on reality. I was talking to someone recently and they were like, they saw their nephew, and I was like, Oh, like, how was whatever your visit, this and that? And she was like all like talking about smelling the fucking baby okay, and how I good the I'm baby wrong. smells. <laughs> no one smells babies in my family. It's just weird. Well, let's see your fucking babies smell like shit. All right, we, could we, you want to? I didn't even do the Yiddish word of the week yet. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, but we're just still talking. We only had a, we were supposed to do twenty minutes. Now we've done like seventy thousand. Um, well, okay. So the, the Yiddish word of the week that I started the episode with, and the reason why we haven't even gotten there yet is because we keep hawking it. Joe Biden and smells women. I mean, I'm going to kill this man. I'm going to do the Yiddish word of the week and then one other do thing think, that... Do you think Joe Biden is smelling to the women to see if Trump has grabbed them by the pussy? I want to know in your line of logic, in your little world, you're wherever the hell you're living because it's not on this planet. Trump would have left his pheromones. <laughs> maybe maybe Biden is gay for Trump and he's attracted to those pheromones. You think, that's, that's what I'm wondering. Like, like has Trump marked his territory and Biden's like a dog sniffing the tree? Like, <laughs> well, Trump, Trump did get peed on by all those Russian prostitutes. So he's got that's a scent on him. True. So that's yeah. True. Yeah. That's why that's why Biden has to back down on Putin because Putin's like, I'll release the Trump video. <laughs> This just in, Joe Biden is gay for Donald Trump, and they were in cahoots getting peed on together in Russia. Biden's got the footage. Anyway. Break, breaking news. Your reason why we haven't gotten to the fucking Yiddish word of the week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Start over. You can't swear when you're doing something religious. I don't know if that's true. Um, oh, my God. Also, one other thing I was going to respond to before in this <laughs> We, we were talking about like rabbi humor and whatever but i was gonna say i think like we as jews like as a people had to develop a sense of humor like the reason there are so many great jewish comedians and so many great like black comedians and so like minorities who are comedians are because when you go through the amount of shit that we have whether it's the black community the jewish community whatever like you have to develop a sense of humor and learn how to like laugh at that shit or you will not right. make it like you well, have how many to 
how many waspy comedians are there besides pete holmes whose life just blew up yeah i i almost said colin jost but he's from staten island so that's totally different yeah i don't think that counts uh, as, i, I mean john mulaney but is he but he, had a, he was an alcoholic he's yeah like, he's just he an alcoholic something. cocaine addicted like right he's got demons but, man He's right. not he's not some prim and proper buttoned up waspy like but I think a lot of humor comes from pain. Yeah, that's like, my think, point. That's why yeah, Mulaney yeah, yeah, yeah. is allowed to be funny, dude, because he's fucking <laughs> an alcoholic <laughs> and right, is like, it has a cocaine addiction and has been to rehab and like divorced and shit. Yeah, humor comes from pain. Mhm. Mhm. Like how painful it is well, to be your fucking friend. What's Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart has a stand-up Laugh at my pain. Right, yeah. Kevin Hart already beat you to that punch. Yeah. Um, Anyway, the reason we haven't gotten to the Yiddish Yiddish word word. Oh, my God. Well, what kept distracting us? The whole time. So, Chaka Chinik is the Yiddish phrase of the week. And a Chinik is a tea kettle. So And Chak is strike. But what it means is to just talk nonstop, to just keep blabbering on nonsense bushwa like talk all this yak 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 and that's what we've fucking been doing we started recording the episode we couldn't even get into sns because you were hocking me a chinik my mom used to say this all the time and i thought it was like just like nudging somebody irritating them whatever and like i guess it kind of is because if you're hocking a chinik you, you being a little irritating because you won't shut the fuck up so i would say that that's that's kind of what we've been doing it's a widely used phrase like please please hock it kind chinik that's like a longer version of it please stop talking so much stop spouting all that nonsense stop talking my ear off um expression may have come from the meaningless rattling of a cover of a boiling pot or from like noisy whistling in a steam kettle uh it's just like what's all that noise going on all this chatter all this nonsense all this bullshit going on so that's what we do on this podcast we just hock a chinik i um there's nothing worse for me honestly than like i've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately then going on a podcast and listening to it and one that's like super structured and it doesn't feel like it flows and it has that haka china kind of you know like they're going off topic and they're it's a natural conversation i think that's the charm of us yeah which what we try to create for you guys and if we don't do a good enough job which it's probably you know we don't look at fake doctors real friends that's a good podcast (laughs) that's the scrubs one but like i think we have a loose structure you know we do the sns we do a current event we do the the parsha usually sometimes not always but we talk about like jewish stuff and we is always snm that's how i prepare for this um but i'm wearing a butt plug right now but like we have to leave room for like the banter and all that like otherwise you can't just be like it becomes too rigid. It's like, no, we got to stick to the script and this and that. Yeah, there's no fun in that. The other thing I was going to say before we end this episode, because we... Yeah, another Hakachanik. We talked We talked earlier about you texting me and I'm on do not disturb, whatever, whatever. One of my friends recently, and he claims it was an accident. I don't believe him for a second because it's, exactly yeah, it's exactly the kind of thing he would do recently. Yeah. I got my phone on focus mode. I think it's a great thing. Like, not that it stops me from being on the phone, but the notifications don't pop up. Like, I don't get distracted well, while I'm working I, or doing stuff. I do the same thing when I'm in session with clients. Like, it's just like if I need it, it's there. But I put I put on, put it on focus, face it down, and uh, I don't have to pay attention to it. Yeah, and so like whether it's work mode or like fitness mode, just turning it off so it's not all popping up. But if you text somebody, you can still click notify anyway and it'll still fucking send it through so my jackass friend has been fucking texting me while i'm like trying to work out or do some shit and then i'm like how am i getting these notifications because he fucking started clicking it and he's like oh it was a mistake it was a mistake and i like publicly shamed him in our group text and i'm like i don't buy for a second this is like a personal fucking attack on me that you like don't want me to focus on whatever i'm doing and you want to fucking disturbed me carl just texted me and is doing a test right now but i don't have any (laughs) you're not on it It popped up on my laptop and on my watch (laughs) and it's probably on my phone too i don't have it on right now carl you you colossal jackass i thought i thought you had put like my because like you can put some messages like with people still come through or, or I oh I thought like on mode without your phone being on that mode like you mute group chats and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I have all my group texts on on mute. 
so they don't they notify the phone okay yeah 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 it's a good thing to do i do that too i well, have anyway. group me silence mm. anyway silence group me my friend's a schmuck if you're listening to this you know is who this you are. the same one who interrupts you no 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 they're different friends but they're all from the same friend group this do is the same one friends? this is i told them i tell them all the time i need new friends no this is the one who goes to the gym and gets inappropriately hit on and fetishized by the fucking for being jewish gym counter lady for being hey. jewish Hey man, if you're listening to this and you're the one that's getting fetishized, like, come on the podcast. We'll process this with you. Like, we'll talk about this, and and you know, we'll try to change you to be less Jewish. <laughs> we'll we'll give you a haircut. We'll maybe like we'll dye your hair. We'll straighten your hair. Right? We can't have natural Jewish hair. Yeah, we're gonna make you a blonde, and you're gonna wear elevator shoes. All right. Now, now, I'm gonna have to talk to other Carl. We'll try to get you new friends. <laughs> uh, okay, is that well, it? other Carl? Oh. Well, oh, I, other Carl and Red and I will talk. We'll get you. New God, friends. I see what you did there because that's. Uh, yeah. All right, that's you, you can cut that. That's probably not worth it. I just thought that was funny for you and me. Um, okay. Is that it? You got yeah. anything else, Carl? Did we have fun? No. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it was good. I'm so glad I got to hear about your happy ending. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was 30 minutes late, so they didn't have time for the massage. So they just walked in and they jerked me off, and then I walked out. Oh, uh, did you get anything behind though? You know, you, you know. Uh, no, I walked in, pulled my pants down, handed them five dollars, and then just stuck my dick through a hole in the wall. <laughs> and then we left the waiting room. oh if you stuck around to this point uh, you got a treat enjoy that guys we're happy to be back i'll get these episodes out eventually and we'll start doing it um it's uh we'll we'll record next week it's year two of mornings with morty it is the year of chutzpah don't you forget it uh Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Carl's got something to say. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful... They're going to hear this on a a Sunday, on a Tuesday. Have a wonderful world. It's Wednesday. It's Tuesday. It's Friday. (laughs) It's it's Morty Day. It's Morty Day. (laughs) We haven't done the theme song in a while. All right, for real, follow us on Instagram at TheDailyMort. Email us, TheDailyMort at gmail.com. Tell somebody about the podcast. If you listen to this episode, if you listen to the last episode, Carl wants to tell you something. Fuck the other Carl Carlson. Oh, I was listening to uh, Stevie Wonder Pandora radio the other day, and uh, up comes this artist I've never heard of named Carl Carlton with a T, Carl Carlton. And I sent it to Carl here, and I was like, oh, my God, he's almost a real person. So that would have been pretty funny if you were going by Carl Carlton. Yo, Carl Carlton's a sexy Adana. Holy shit. Wow. Anyway, I just Googled him. All right. Again, if you listen to this episode, if you listen to the last episode, if you've ever listened to an episode, share it with somebody. Bring the joy yep. of Morty. Spread the good word. Knock on doors. We're Jehovah's Witnesses. We're Morty's Witnesses. We're Morty's Minions. We know this. We, we encourage proselytization. And prostitution. Mm, yeah. Ethically done, yeah. Carl supports ethical sex work. I do, actually. But that's that. All right. Have a wonderful The rub and tug business, then. Not as a patron. I just mean what I do. What? No, no, because I think you go to some shady places. No, no, no. I vet them. I find them on Yelp. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, every time I go on Yelp, I think about you and your rub and tugs. You will now. Well, I already think about you on Yelp. You think about me always. Good night.